0: Welcome back to the 13th Destiny Podcast with Magnum. I'm your host, James Magnum-Cook. And tonight, we're not going to be having a guest on. Uh, My upcoming co-host for this area, who I wasn't going to name until she was on, but I will name now. Um, My co-host for this area will be Lisa Hank Williams and my co-host for the West Coast area for the time being will be Danielle Long. And so these are my two upcoming female co-hosts and just wanted to get their names out there because they will be working with me and I will be working with them and it's going to be a lot of fun um, having two different female co-hosts on from time to time with me with guests um, and other things that I'm doing with the podcast. So tonight as I said this is not going to be a guest show. This is going to be kind of a story show. And tonight I've decided I, I went back and forth deciding whether or not I was going to talk about a ghost story I knew or about urban legends from around the state of Kentucky or the Commonwealth of Kentucky more or less as we call it. So I decided at the, at the end of thinking this through I decided we would talk about are creepy urban legends that we have here in Kentucky, as they've been described by some other people. And um, we have some very, very unique urban legends that are creepy ghost and monster stories that have been passed down through the generations here in the Commonwealth. And um, bear with me, and hopefully I I will try not to uh, If I get dry mouth right now, I'll try not to drink anything that's going to make sound on the story, but obviously if I'm going through a lot of this stuff, I just want you to know that it's going to take a little bit, but I want to talk about this. Did you know that in the Commonwealth of Kentucky, we have an urban legend about a Bigfoot-type creature? Yes, Bigfoot-type creature. This is referred to as the hillbilly beast, and it dates back to the days of Daniel Boone. Um, It definitely describes a very uh, hairy, smelly, Bigfoot-like being, and it hounds. The legend was featured uh, on some of, uh, I believe, the History Channel at one point. I can't remember exactly uh, the show that it was featured on, but I do believe it was on the History Channel at one point. Uh, I might have to look that up. But this is an urban legend uh, here in Kentucky, and as I said it dates back to Daniel Boone so we have our own Bigfoot type creature that exists here in the commonwealth according to the urban legends yes that's very interesting um and it's not the only monster and it's not the only ghost and there's a lot I don't know how many are I would think I'd have to go through a lot to find everything for you to do the show and give you every single one that would probably take a couple of shows Because Kentucky is very, very um, interesting and has a lot of paranormal activity. Um, There are abandoned churches. uh, There are graveyards and all kinds of stuff strung throughout the entire Commonwealth of Kentucky. And there are tons of stories to go with all of these activities. But tonight, I'm going over some of the more urban legend type things that we've Got here in Kentucky have been referred to as urban legends. So yes, the hillbilly beast is a very interesting part of the uh, overall urban legends of the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Um, And what is interesting about this is that not only did the settlers that came into Kentucky talk about the existence of this creature, this is interesting researching I found that not only were there mentions of it from settlers that came through to Kentucky but a lot of the Native Americans also had referred to this particular monster so it lends itself to some realistic stuff that you even though it's called an urban legend and maybe some people have never seen the I find it fascinating that both the settlers and the Native Americans had stories about this creature That did not, that added up that you both were doing something that would show that both of these types of people have encountered this creature uh, and that it wasn't told to the others until after some of the encounters. And I found that fascinating. So uh, it it lends itself to be very, very interesting in lots of reasons. And so if you've not heard about the Hillbilly Beast, Please look that up. The Hillbilly Beast uh, is one of our urban legends here in Kentucky. And it's, uh, it's a rather fascinating story. Uh, and there's some information out there about it. And I hope that you will check into that. So that is one of the urban legends I wanted to talk to you about tonight for the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Uh, I'm not going to give a lot of details on my stories tonight because I want you to take the time to research them or travel here to Kentucky um, but now remember, if you travel to Kentucky and you're here doing research or anything like that, please be safe and uh, don't do anything that would get you hurt or anything like that. Uh, I want all of the guests, uh, excuse me, I want all the people that listen to the show to you know enjoy the encounter if you decide that you want to find out more. And if you do to, to Kentucky, but please, please do not endanger your life in any way um, ever doing anything so the next thing I want to talk to you about is uh, we have an urban legend about a sleepy hollow yes and the Kentucky Legend of the Sleepy Hollow doesn't involve a headless horseman no Um, it instead our particular Sleepy Hollow story is very different Um, It tells about a hearse and ghostly cries here in Kentucky. Um, The prospect is that a hearse appears from thin air and runs drivers off the road. They also say sounds of crying can be heard from what once was a crybaby bridge. It is said that decades ago women would throw their unwanted or sickly children off the sides to their death time warps have also been experienced according to the legends drivers claim to enter the road and exit several hours later during according to the time talk about terrifying Kentucky urban legends and here I am I'm from Kentucky I've never experienced that I've traveled all over the commonwealth uh, and to this day so far I've never had anything like that happen and I have I so I will admit to that but I do know of the legend, and um, I have heard about it many times. So that's why it's considered an urban legend. I think there are people that have, say, they've experienced this, and other people have not. Um, but it's certainly terrifying when you think about it, just as many people have t- indicated that it was terrifying. Can you imagine driving, you know, on the road, and the next thing, several hours later, you're somewhere else? This also lends itself a lot to. Uh, uh, the UFO type stuff if you think about that as well Uh, considering that that is something that often has happened supposedly with the UFO encounters where you literally have lost uh, track of time so um, again I traveled all over the Commonwealth and uh, to be honest with my you know listeners I have never experienced it personally but I am aware of it and so I'm bringing these things to light tonight on my stories because I find I find them fascinating. Even if you know you've never experienced it, uh, I find the fact that some people say they've experienced these, or there are many stories about the urban legends of Kentucky. It's certainly an interesting aspect of some of the things and guests that I will want to have on my show coming up, especially the paranormal investigators uh, and people like that. So when I have those on, it's going to be very interesting. I don't know, um, per se, on every single information about all my guests. I have some guests coming up that are paranormal investigators. And, of course, I do not know every single thing that they have followed due to the fact I follow a lot of stuff. And uh, I try to keep up with things as much as possible um, with those that I plan to have in the future. And, of course, uh, I will do uh, as best research I can before I do have my guest on. But at the same time, I think that... um, There's going to be times that I just can't follow every single thing, but I will do my best to bring a good show to you when I have the guest on, or even when I'm talking tonight about these things, about these urban legends here in the Commonwealth of Kentucky, my home state, and you know, just try to give you a very good show. Just try to give you some information about some stuff that um, I am somewhat aware of and um, have heard about and uh, have done a little research on it, but not a lot. Um, so we even have a haunted, uh, bridge per se here in, um, Richardsville, Kentucky area of Warren County. Um, and, uh, that bridge has actually been in, used in a couple of my, uh, independent films that I filmed, uh, here on location in Bowling Green, Kentucky, Warren County. Um, uh, we never we personally didn't experience anything there, but there are people who live here in the county that have experienced that um, about putting the car in neutral on the old Richardsville Bridge and and, uh, literally uh, supposedly the woman pushes the car Uh, again we personally have never experienced that even when we were filming so Um, but that's not to say it doesn't exist that's not something that I'm here to say I'm not here to disprove or prove anything I'm just here to put on a good show and let you hear about certain things and let you do your research or go visit these places and uh, if you're that much of an adventurer and uh, see uh, what happens okay moving on um, there is another well actually there's a lot of urban legends here in Kentucky and uh, another one is up in northern Kentucky um, it's the uh, Cody Road railroad bridge unfortunately um, severe flooding flooding uh, has been there a lot um, and Many decades ago, it's rumored either have drowned, a woman had drowned there or committed suicide during a flood. Um, there's iron gates attached to at either side now, I mean, it automate close with uh, the stop sign of the flooding. Uh, they came too late, supposedly, and a woman's voice can be heard calling out during the floods. That's something that was an urban legend here in Kentucky. Um, it's not a lot to that particular urban legend story, but uh, it's just another one that um, I'm aware of. Um, I'm trying to think uh, um, off the top of my head in my notes because I have some notes here. Um, and uh, some things I'm hoping, uh, I think I have everything up to date to as best I can uh, from the notes that I have. Um, so another one is over at Fisherville, the North Fork uh, Southern Railroad trestle runs over the Floyd's Fork River. Uh, it has been said that the goat man lives underneath the trestles and calls out in a childlike voice for help. Those who go are found dead or are heard or never heard from again. So the legend says. Now, could this be one of the creepiest Kentucky urban legends out there? Well, yes, very much it could be. It is, I, from the stories that I've heard from people that are from that region um, that know of this, it is, I can't even describe the story the way they do. It's impossible. But Just hearing them tell the story sometimes is very creepy in itself. I mean, literally, I've heard people talk about this and actually get to talking like a child, and just I mean, I can't even do it as well as they do it, and it's just very, very creepy. Um, you know, but. That's another one of our urban legends. And I I don't know that I'm going to get through all of them tonight. I just want to go over some of the more well-known ones. Um, And then there's, um, I'm trying to think here, where was it, what I had here. Um, Oh, yeah. Uh, There's Hogan's Fountain in Louisville um, on Cherokee Park. Um, And the late-night park visitors have claimed that on a full moon, uh, pan, pan, the pan goes on a stroll as a statue. These nights are told to be filled with mischief like car damage and other annoying acts. Now, this is not to say that uh, it's real or not real. As I not; I'm not here to figure that out. you know I'm just telling you what these urban legends are. Now Louisville, Kentucky and unfortunately does have a lot of um, crime uh and it's no offense to the people of Louisville because you know every big city has crime okay and Louisville does have a bigger city but a lot of stuff was going on before that so uh so that would be interesting to figure out you know uh, did this have any connection to that or is there something real to the urban legend uh, okay so that's that's another one um i believe uh let's see uh Knott. Pollock Cemetery, that's uh, that's another interesting urban legend. Um, uh, people were once, and some still are, a very suspicious lot. Uh, a lot of people in the late 1800s, uh, small fo- town folk could be the worst. Uh, in the rural county of Marion, there's uh, a small town called Pine. Well, it's not. Um, in, the 19, in the 1900s, a woman and her six-year-old daughter were accused of witchcraft. Yes, in the 1900s, long after the Salem witch trials. Um, But their trial was foregone. Instead, the town folks burned both of them at the stake. Uh, They feared repercussions of the judgment and took precautions to prevent the child from returning. The child lays today in a steel-lined grave, but the dirt was replaced with concrete and gravel. Uh, They then put, according to uh, the story, interconnecting cross-fence so that her spirit would be trapped within the borders. Um, To this day, the fence is uh, uh, wrought iron and has several spots that look to be pushed out from the inside by a powerful force. Small footprints uh, in that area can often be seen in the gravel as well as according to those who have visited the site. The child witch can supposedly pull people down into her grave. Local residents seem fearful of this place, yes. The local residents are fearful of this place to this day. That should say a lot. Uh, This is not a place that I've been to in Kentucky by the way. Um, I am more of an adventurous type person um, and uh, I certainly would not fear traveling to this but certainly would probably take precautions. Um, Again not saying I believe or don't believe because that's not the purpose of my shows. My purpose is for, like when I have my paranormal investigator guest on, for you to listen to the stories that they've done and the investigations they've done to make your own decision, and that's what I will always do. And these type of things, uh, when I'm having a show, um, you have to make your own decision about what you think is real and what you think um, is just an urban legend or if there's more to it or... What brought, what what really brought that story to light? Um, um, I'm trying to think. Um, Like I said, so I talked tonight about these uh, urban legends. That's just a few of them here in Kentucky. Um, I'm also going to talk about a ghost story tonight. So I decided uh, about halfway through this that I would talk about a ghost story that I know about too. Now. I personally have experienced some weird things with this particular story Uh, I'm not going to name the location I'm not going to name the people involved I'm certainly not going to name the business Um, some people may figure this out that have worked with me and uh, over the years and uh, some may not and I'm not trying to uh, Put it out there about it but there's there's people there are some people that know about this story um so several years ago um i was working a third shift uh doing a basically loss permission type security job um and uh on this particular night it was more security than it was anything else because um i was alone but i was not the only person to ever experience uh Weird situations when being alone inside this building, and um, this was on a Thanksgiving uh, evening. Um, I was the only person in the building, and no one was coming back till the next day. Um, and um and so a lot of times you get bored, and you just uh, and uh, you'd have internet access, and you'd play music, or you just do searching, and uh, you know and that's just what you did and you watch the cameras back and forth and sometimes you got up and you went and got something to eat sometimes you went to the bathroom you went back and forth and this is how boring it could be at times well on this particular night the boredom is about to go off the scales in the opposite direction of boredom uh... this is a personal uh... experience i had but again i talked to other people who have been in the same situation in this building and they are not alone and there's some other weird things that have happened there over the years uh everything from weird noises to lights turning on and off uh, by themselves to elevators opening by themselves Uh, so there there is some kind of activity there but it seems to be more dominant when you're by yourself than when you're with other people although occasionally There were times that, um, like the elevator per se, it would literally open up by itself. And I had heard this story many times, but I'd never experienced it uh, until like the last year that I was there. And the last year I was there, I was talking to a particular person on the second floor of this building who had told me time after time after time that this happened. Well, I personally didn't think it was going on because I wasn't seeing it Um, and that that was the even though I love paranormal stuff and I love all that and I have friends in that that are investigators I guess I was more skeptical of thinking that it maybe it was just some kind of electronic issue okay well there was never any proof of that but there was also never any proof that I could see of this particular thing going on. Although I have been told time and time again by multiple associates that they believed there was ghost activity there. Um, I never doubted them. I, I, you know, and I I wasn't the type of person as someone who was over me at one point, literally just didn't want to believe the story of a security guard telling them that, telling, you know, she just kind of bypassed it. I'm not that kind of person. I'm more of a open-minded kind of person and willing to listen to the story and try to make sense of the story. Um, In fact, uh, when I was, I was still with this company not that long ago. Oh, but again, I'm not naming it. Um, But I was on a vacation uh, slash um, filming uh, thing out in California. And one of the things that happened to the person that was uh, working for me while I was gone, a person in the call center, there is a call center in that building, so some people might figure this out. Might figure this out that know me, um, but what happened was she went to the restroom, and literally, the lights went off, and no one was around. And video proved that no one had went behind her. There was no opening of the doors. Literally, the light just went off in the restroom by itself. Now, obviously, there is some kind of activity there. Don't know why there's activity there. I've been told a couple of weird stories, and I don't know that those stories are true. Uh, I've talked about them a couple of times to some people, but I'm like, whether or not that is true, I have never been able to prove that, and I try not to throw out a story on the part that I can't prove just because someone told me something. Um, The briefing of that story is that there was um, a skull that was removed from the original, um, you know, digging and was never reported etc cetera, etc cetera, when they built the building the original building I don't really know if that story is true I only bring it up because it was told to me I think that that perhaps may have just been that person or per- person I won't name who they are uh, that worked in the construction just had heard other stuff about uh, what I knew there and I think they might have just tried to up the story a little bit I don't as I said I couldn't get any solid evidence of that but I do have solid evidence of activity going on this building Uh, the solid evidence is like I have mentioned there and now back to what happened with me on this particular night that I'm by myself I am you know I'm never really scared of anything because I've worked in those type of fields for a long time and uh, you know not that I'm doing it now because I'm doing my thing Uh, but um, you know, I was never scared. You know, uh, I stopped being scared a long time ago.